0: Welcome to another episode of Glitter Hour with Mia Clemencia Fernandez, where we talk about life lessons for young kids today. Hi Mia, how are you today? Good. Thank you, Mama. What have you been up to?
1: I have went to church and I have done art class. I see. Anything else? And I built the lap overlap.
0: What? What's that?
1: Basically, it's a tube, and my mum cut it and put some mirrors in, the little slits. And then whenever you look through, so you have to be in a corner or lying down, and basically it has to be showing a little bit, and you can basically see
0: everything in that room. Right. So it's the way you angle the mirrors, it allows you to see around corners. Yes. Yeah. Um. I suggest that putting tape on it so the mirror stays in. That was a good suggestion. And did I invent this?
1: No. My mum's brother, Uncle Steve, m- invented this, and it's called the lap overlap.
0: <laughs> That's true. Now, is that what we're talking about today? No. What would you like to talk about today on the podcast? Art class. Yeah, you know what, we did a deep dive last week into Tinker Tank and I thought this week it would be a good idea to deep dive into Art Class because you have been bringing home some really cool artwork. Do you want to tell me a little bit about what you've been producing lately? Well, in
1: Art Class we have been making both portrait and landscape artworks.
0: I see. Can you tell me a little bit about the structure of class? How do you know what to do whenever you're in there? Well, they teach us step by step, and it's basically
1: just hopping right into it.
0: So what happens when you first get to class?
1: Well, the teacher calls us over, and her name is Miss Thea. Miss Thea calls us over. She shows us what we're going to do today, and she
0: goes through it. Does she show you an actual painting, or does she show you a slideshow? And you usually focus on a different artist, don't you? Do you learn about the artist?
1: Yes, we learn about what they like to paint. Who did you learn about today? Today we learned about Rembrandt.
0: Oh, he's very famous. He does portraits, doesn't he? Yeah. Tell me about him.
1: Well, there's something you guys actually don't know about him. In his paintings, there's always a human, and on that human, there's always a hat.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so he did, I knew he did portraits. That's about all I know. And does he like to do bright and sunny portraits or not so bright and sunny?
1: Not so bright and sunny. Pretty gloomy, but today when we were focusing on him, we chose bright and sunny.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that you learn about him, but then you get to put your own spin on it. So once you learn about the artist, then what did you do today?
1: Well, once we learned about the artist, we did the actual
0: painting. You just start painting? You don't draw on it first? What happens? Oh, yeah, we we draw on
1: it. We do draw. So today we drew the person, but we just drew it up to the shoulders. Mm. And we did a mixed media artwork.
0: What is mixed media?
1: Mixed media is where you use more than paint and a pencil. You use, like paper and feathers and foil and metal
0: and I see okay today was Rembrandt can you describe some of your previous artworks that you've done well I've done quite a lot of artworks why don't you pick your favorite um I don't have a favorite okay (laughs) that's good um why don't you tell me about one you really like even if it's not your favorite
1: well, I might tell you about one artist challenge and one that isn't an artist challenge. So I chose Sean Adung, and he liked to do fish. So first we draw drew two fish and then we drew lines all over the fish. But we first did diagonal lines then we ran across the middle. Then we... Painted. So we usually paint, we painted different sections of it. And after we were finished all of that, we painted the different sections and all that. Um, We put metal on the fish.
0: Because that's what the artist does. Yeah. Really cool. Okay, I like that. So you learned about the artist and then you do an interpretation of their style. Yeah. Okay, tell me what an artist challenge is.
1: Well, an artist challenge is where, so... We, every three weeks, we do, like, just normal artworks. But on the fourth week, we do an artist challenge based on all that. So we don't learn, we learn about all three, but we combine them all and use stuff.
0: Got it. Okay, so in the last two weeks, you've been doing people, as in portraits. Yeah. And people have been in there. So you're guessing next week for your artist challenge, there's going to be a person in it. Yes. I see, okay, very cool. Now you did do one painting that I really liked where you learned about perspective. Can you tell me what perspective is?
1: Well, perspective is when something is far away. And on this painting, since we were doing 2D stuff, we drew this windmill in the distance, but it was quite hard because it was 2D. Two dimensional. Two dimensional. But we just drew the windmill very small.
0: Okay, so the windmill is small, and then what did you do with the field lines in front?
1: Well, we found the horizon line, and then we made triangle roads, and they all led to the same spot.
0: I see, so that's how you drew perspective. You're learning so many cool things through art.
1: Sometimes we even trace what we did with marker.
0: I see. So you, that's mixed media again, isn't it? So you're not just using paint. Whenever I send you in, I think you're just using paint. You're using much more. Yes. But sometimes you do use paint to create different kinds of artwork. Remember Yin Lum, your first artist? Yes. You used very thick paint, and you also used a special tool. Tell me about that. Well, the thick
1: paint is called impasto paint. Impasto paint is some really thick paint mm-hmm. that if you tipped it over, nothing came out. So we used a palette knife because it would be too hard with a paintbrush. Let me describe a palette knife for you. So a palette knife it has the stem of a paintbrush, but it has a triangle at the bottom instead of those little hairs. And What's you- it
0: made of? Is it made of brush or is it metal?
1: Metal. So the top is plastic, but the top, the bottom is metal. Um, and then you just spread it around, but when you th- want to make it 3D, you go, and you dab it.
0: You dab it. So you pull that. What was the paint called again? Impasto. Okay, so you use the palette knife to make little peaks. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Mia, thank you. There's so much going on in your abracadoodle art class. Thanks for giving your listeners a good insight. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is how to do this at home. So I wanted to maybe impart some wisdom on your listeners as to how they could potentially do this at home. What do they need? Paint. Okay. You you need some objects, maybe
1: like a paintbrush, a palette knife, a marker.
0: Just one paintbrush or multiple
1: Well, you can you can do one paintbrush or multiple thickness paintbrushes.
0: Okay, what about a tablecloth underneath?
1: Yes, definitely a tablecloth. Is there anything you wear? Apron, I suppose.
0: Okay. I uh, said just, sorry. That's all right, you can suggest. And what would they paint on? You do flat board canvas? What do you think that is that, does that is that a good idea? You what can, else could you use? You can use a canvas, you can use
1: you can use really thick paper and get these painting markers.
0: Yeah, you could do paint markers as well. So parents that are really adverse to having open cans of paint or a palette full of acrylics, you could do paint markers instead. Yeah. And Mia, do you want to lay out an artist challenge for your listeners of something that you think they should paint? Is there a certain artist that you want them to look up? Or what would you like them to work on for their first artwork?
1: Well... You should actually start with my first artwork, because that was a pretty good challenge. We had to paint a sunset.
0: Okay, and what colors do you want your listeners to use in the sunset?
1: Red, pink, orange, and yellow.
0: Are those warm or cool colors?
1: Warm. They're warm. So you basically just brush red, and then pink. You brush it again but connect it to the red. So like blend it in with the red. Mm -hmm. And then you do, you keep on doing that. So you put the, you brush it on with the orange and then put it on the pink. It doesn't matter which order you do this. And then you do orange and then you do yellow and you put, and you blend it in with orange. But before you do that, maybe you should draw a horizon line. A horizon line is where all of everything meets.
0: This is where the sky meets the land.
1: Yeah, this is where the sky meets the land, um, and then you should use some grass. But you, I suggest impasto, and then get a palette knife, put it on your canvas. But remember, don't go into the sky, and then just go until the horizon lines comes, and then when you've all got it all covered, dab. And, that sounds
0: good. It sounds like a good challenge, Mia.
1: Yeah, and then get your paintbrush again. Paint a, just a small triangle with brown. And then draw a line with your impasto with green. So you just draw a line with your palette knife, then do little spice coming out.
0: So your challenge is to do a sunset with some grass on the ground, and you want a tree or two. Sounds good, Mia. I think that maybe we could even ask your listeners to take some photos and send it into dot glitterhour.com if they wanted.
1: Yes, that would be an excellent idea. But before you go, you should also add a sun, but maybe you want it to go down, so you want it to be near the ground, and it has to be light yellow.
0: Does it have to be? What if I wanted to make mine purple? Is that allowed?
1: Yes, any color. Because artwork can be anything, any color. It doesn't matter how it looks. There's no mistakes in art. What I would like to cover next is how does art make me feel.
0: Okay, why don't you just launch into that then?
1: How does it make you feel? Well, it makes me feel happy, excited, maybe a little bit interested.
0: And whenever you're in art class, are you fully present and focused, or is your mind wandering?
1: Well, sometimes I dream that I'm actually in that artwork.
0: Oh, so your mind is wandering, but it's wandering to the artwork. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) So you really enjoy art. So you would recommend that even if kids can't get to an art class, that parents still try and find a way to let their kid do some art. Yeah. What benefit do you think that it gives to your brain?
1: Well, I think it teaches you another language, like Tinker Tank. It teaches you another language to use your mind, concentrate, Learn how to use paintbrush. You can, I suggest maybe starting off with doing marker and pencil designs, then come on to the paint or canvases.
0: That's a good recommendation. Mia, I've really enjoyed this today. Thank you so much for giving us all of your wisdom.
1: And when you finish
0: the canvases,
1: you, maybe you should start making objects, like making a plate, And put, like, making your own plate and get a plastic...
0: Are you talking about, like, pottery, actually doing pottery? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, really quickly, tell me about this. So get a ceramic plate and decorate it. Oh, so you can even paint on plates. It doesn't have to be on canvas. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like fun? Oh, wow, the options are endless. Mia, thank you so much for imparting all of this wisdom on us today about the benefits of art and telling us all about your art class. I've really enjoyed this. Thank you, Mama. If you
1: liked what you heard today, please subscribe onto Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app. And we'd love for you to please rate and review us. We have a website, GlitterHour.com where you can submit feedback and recommend topics for me to cover on a future podcast. As always, thank you for your support.
0: Mia, it is time to sign off for another week.
1: This is Mia signing off. Let's go do some art. Let's go!